This classic episode of the Children's Bible Hour is from 1988. Hi, everybody. It's time for another visit with all your friends from the Children's Bible Hour. Well, hi there and welcome. We're your friends from the Children's Bible Hour in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we're glad you've joined us for this happy half hour of music and story. Hey, you know something? I've not said thank you lately to the thousands of you who write every week. And we do get thousands upon thousands of letters from all over the world at Box One. We're grateful for the letters of support. We appreciate those who write to ask for our materials, such as Keys for Kids. However, the letters that excite us the most are ones like this. Dear Uncle Charlie, July 15, 1988, I told my mom I wasn't sure I was saved. So she told me how to be a Christian, and I got saved. It was from listening to your programs that got me to tell her I wasn't sure. I like your programs a lot. I listen to them every morning. Isn't that great? And every week we get letters from kids who have trusted Christ as Savior through our ministry. Now, you notice she said, I listen every morning. You see, we not only have this half-hour program to which you're listening right now, but we also have a 15-minute daily and a four-and-a-half-minute daily program, which can be heard on many of our stations. Well, let's see what we have lined up today. Lots of good music for sure. And then a story called... A T-Shirt Christian. Strange title for a story, but oh, what a good story it is. I'm sure many of you have T-shirts with some kind of message on them. Well, that's what this story is all about. Let's get right to our music, which really goes along with the story. First up, the choir sings a bright old chorus, I want to be more than a Sunday go to meetin' Christian. Instead of being Christians one day a week, we want to tell the world all week long that we belong to Jesus. Tell the world that Jesus loves you. Tell him you found a forever friend. You've opened up your heart, Lord, to him. The love of Jesus has no end. You can choose what not to believe in. You can deny there's a heaven above. Open up your heart, Lord, to Him. The love of Jesus has no end. 
It's both Melissa and Carl's turn to sing today. Their songs go well together, so let's hear them right now. We'll let girls go first as Melissa sings, Can You Imagine? But first, a verse. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Psalms 139, verse 14. Can you imagine how it feels to know the God who made the earth and sky and sea? When he created all the universe, his mighty plan included you and me. Well, this experience is not imagination. It's a fact, oh yes, it's true. And I just can't keep it to myself, I'll pass it on to you. slumbers, never sleeps. Can you believe that when he comes into your heart and sells to live there, it's for keeps? Well, this experience is not imagination. It's a fact, oh yes, it's true. And I just can't keep it to myself. I'll pass it on to you. And now Carl tells us that God has everything under control. He has a verse too. Daniel 4, verse 2 and 3. I thought it good to declare the signs and the wonders that the Most High God has worked for me. How great are His signs, how mighty are His wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. His dominion is from generation to generation. He's got everything under control. He's got everything under control. The stars and the planets are in His hand. The wind and the rain at His command. You and I were a part of His plan. He's got everything under control. King Nebuchadnezzar almost lost his religion when the Hebrews wouldn't bow down. He lost his cool fire call a holiday in the town. When they opened the door and threw them in, they smiled at the burning coals. Cause the God who allowed that fire to burn had everything under control. He's got everything under control. He's got everything under control. The stars and the planets
With the thought of God's control in mind, let's take time to bow our hearts and our heads and let's pray together, all right? Lord, as we look at all the things that have happened in the world this past year, the floods, the drought, the hurricanes, the famines, we do sometimes wonder if you are in control. But Lord, we know that you've allowed these things to happen for a purpose. You are in control. You do work things out for our good as we trust in you. I pray for those listening right now who may be going through a difficult time. May it cause them to turn to you for help realizing that you care about them and love them. Thanks so much for this time together with our friends. In Jesus' name, amen. When I pray, I will pray for you. I will whisper your name in my Now, let's take a moment for a little feature we haven't tucked into a program for quite a long time. Answers to your Bible questions. Sarah writes to ask, Uncle Charlie, I'd like to know what I will look like in heaven. Will I be me? What age will I be in heaven if I should die today or Jesus should come back today for the Christians? Well, Sarah, that's a good question and one I've been asked often. Let me read my answer from a good book by Stephen and Janet Bly called Questions I'd Like to Ask. Tanya doesn't like her dark hair. Skip hates his long nose. Freddie has big ears. They each have one great hope. When they get to heaven, they don't want to look as they do here on earth. Is there any way of knowing for sure what will we look like in heaven? What age will we be? Will a little child who dies always be a child? Will our friends and family recognize us? Well, the Bible doesn't tell us all the details, but we do have a few clues. In 1 John, we're told that we will be like Jesus. Now, what is Jesus like? The night Jesus rose from the dead, some of his followers saw him in the garden, but they didn't recognize him at first. Mary thought he was the gardener. Later, two men walked with him along the road to Emmaus. They didn't know him until he offered a prayer at the meal. Now, perhaps that was because they had so recently seen him terribly beaten as he hung on the cross. If they saw Jesus again, they would expect to see a man showing signs of anguish and torment. But the release from the power of this world and all the pain completely changed Jesus' appearance. He was completely at ease and at peace. In heaven, we too will be free from all sin, worry, and fear. That release will change our look somewhat, but we will still be us, and God will know us by name. Sorry, Sarah, I can't give you the answers to every part of your question, because we just really don't know. But perhaps this will give you a little of an idea. Hey, don't forget to write for Keys for Kids if you haven't already done so. 
Two full months of good stories, suggested scriptures, and more. Recently, I had a letter from a man who does a lot of visiting in a juvenile correction institution. He takes keys for kids with him because he said he hasn't been able to find any other devotional that meets the needs of those boys and girls like Keys for Kids does. And I think that you'll find the same thing true in your home, in your family, or even if you just read Keys for Kids by yourself. Here's where to write. Uncle Charlie, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's Uncle Charlie or Children's Bible Hour, Box 1, Grand Rapids. Rapids, Michigan. The zip is 49501. We actually have three good things to go with our story today. You'll remember I told you it's called T-Shirt Christian. Where do we get the power to live the kind of Christian life that God wants us to live? Why, from God himself. And that's what the song by our visitor in Company Corner is all about. Her name is Jessica. She's eight years old, and she tells us all about her roots. Listen. I saw a tree by the riverside One day as I walked along Straight as an arrow and pointing to the sky Growing tall and strong How do you go so tall and strong? I said to the riverside tree Next, six-year-old Scotty tells us that he has decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. 
And finally, Dawn sings a go-along-with-the-story song that I'm sure is Dawn's personal testimony as well. I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours, Lord. Everything I've got, everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm yours, Lord. Try me now and see, see if I can be completely yours. My life and my love, I leave in your hands. I'll gladly perform as your will demands. I know it's not much your gift to repay, but it's all I can give and all I can say is I'm yours, Lord. Everything I've got, everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm yours, Lord. Try me now. Our story today, written especially for the Children's Bible Hour by Barbara Westberg, is entitled, A T-Shirt Christian. Well, this has been a great vacation, but, you know, it's always nice to get home. We need to stop by the kennel, Bob, and pick up Missy. Mm. I know she'll be glad to see us. She doesn't like living in that dog motel. <laughs> she'll need a bath as soon as we get home, Brad. Why are you telling me? It's Cindy's turn. Good. While Cindy gives Missy a bath, you can mow the lawn. We aren't even home yet, and already you're making a list of things for Brad to do. Uh-oh! <gasps> ah, watch out! What's he doing? Why, he cut right in front of me. Almost took my front bumper off. Look at the bumper sticker on his car. If you love Jesus, honk. <laughs> Well, we honk. Yes, we did. If he always drives like that, I imagine a lot of people honk. He sure must like bumper stickers. See the one that reads, I love Jesus. Maybe he does, but he must not love human life very much. Look at him. He's passing in the mm. no passing zone. I'll be glad when he's out of sight. He's making me nervous. Oh, relax, Janet. We're almost home. see why I always have to do everything around here. Hi, Brad. Hi, Nathan. I sure missed you. I'll be glad when school starts so I can see everybody again. Did you have a good vacation? Oh, so-so. What's eating you? Your face is as red as your hair. You mad about something? I sure am. You would be too if your folks were always on your back about responsibilities and attitudes. Oh, they are, but I just let it go in one ear and out the other. Say, that's a neat t-shirt you're wearing. Let me read it. 
I'm a king's kid. Huh? That's a bit misleading. You're a plumber's kid. It's talking about God. I'm a child of God, and He's the king over everything. You mean you're a Christian? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Well, if you say so. I haven't known you long, but I sure haven't pictured you as being a Christian. Well, I am. Want to make something of it? Boy, are you touchy. I think I'll run along and give you time to cool off. Aw, don't act like that. I'm going to the park to play ball with some of the guys from my church. You said you wanted to meet them. Now's your chance. I've got to go home and get my glove. Oh, I got one you can borrow. Let's go. So, you're one of the captains. Be sure to choose me. I will. I always pitched on our team at Centerville. I'm a super duper pitcher, if I do say so myself. Boy, can I ever wipe them out. I'll choose you, Nathan, but I don't know about letting you pitch. Clint likes to pitch, and he's pretty good. Aw, oh, come on, man. Give me a chance. Well, I suppose you could try. Swell. You just watch. We'll lay him in the shade. Say, Brad, how come you've got that new guy pitching? He said he was a good pitcher, Clint. I thought we ought to let him try. Well, he's pitching everywhere but over the plate. Walked three already. I know. Maybe he just got off to a bad start. You can say that again. One morning like the last one, and we'll have a bad finish. Your new friend's about to ruin us, Brad. You about ready to let me pitch? I sure am, Clint. You've probably waited too long. Six to one in their favor. I know the score. Nathan, come over here. Make it quick, Brad. Fourth inning, they're up to bat. I've got to get on the mound. Oh, no, you don't. You're trading places with Clint. You're in the field. But, Brad, I thought you told me you could pitch. You couldn't hit the side of a barn. That's not so. Three innings and you've walked eight batters. You haven't struck anyone out. You wouldn't know a good pitch if you saw one. You can't talk to me like that. Yes, I can, but you can't pitch for us like that. If you want to play, get in the field. If not, you can go home. Clint, you're pitching. A little late, I'd say. That you, son? Yeah, I mean, yes, Dad. Uh, upset again? What's the problem this time? That Nathan, hmm? he said he was a pitcher. <laughs> That's a joke. He's just a bunch of talk. He made us lose the game. He wouldn't know a pitcher if he saw one, and I told him so. Mm, I'm sure you did, son. Um, I wonder if he would know a Christian if he saw one. A Christian? Who's talking about Christians? You and Nathan were earlier. I overheard your conversation before you went to the park. Oh? When Nathan commented on your T-shirt, you told him you were a Christian. I am. Well, Christians should be like Christ. In Colossians 3.10, it says that we should put on the new man after the image of him who created him. 
do you remember that guy who uh, cut in front of us in the traffic yesterday? You mean the root guy with all the bumper stickers <laughs> on his car? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You and Nathan have something in common with him. You're both guilty of false advertising. False advertising? What are you talking about, Dad? Well, that driver advertised that he was a Christian, but his actions denied it. He was careless and he was rude. Would Christ act like that man did? No way! Now, Nathan, your friend, bragged he was a good pitcher. He advertised, but um, did his pitching meet his claims? It sure didn't. And then, thirdly, Brad, there's you. I know what you're going to say. I wear a T-shirt which advertises that I'm a king's kid, mm -hmm. but I don't behave like royalty. I say I'm a Christian, but I don't act like Christ. Guess I'd better get my act together and match my works with my words. Mm hmm. That's a good idea, son. Good thinking. Uh, why don't you invite Nathan over for a practice session? <laughs> with some coaching, he might make a picture yet. I'll do that. And, Dad, mm -hmm. do you suppose with a little practice I could live up to my claims? Mm. I want to be more than a t-shirt Christian. Sure, son. Why don't you ask the Lord Jesus to help you? He's the best coach you could ever have. I'll do that, Dad. Now I'd better call Nathan. I've got some explaining to do. I think that story gives us something to think about. Let's not just say we are Christians by some t-shirt we wear or by some bumper sticker that we put on our car. Let's back it up with our actions. That's very, very important, isn't it? Hey, don't forget to write for Keys for Kids if you haven't already done so. Two full months of good stories, suggested scriptures, and more. Help with printing and postage is appreciated, but not necessary. I want you to have it. Here's where you can write. Uncle Charlie, Box 1, Grand 
Rapids, Michigan. That's Uncle Charlie or Children's Bible Hour, Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Our zip is 49501. Children's Bible Hour is a listener-supported ministry. Bye now. Thanks so much for listening.